Hello, besties! Welcome to Martinez with Eddie, your ultimate destination for everything Bravo. Join me as we spill the tea, dissect the drama, and uncork the juiciest gossip from your favorite reality TV show. And, okay, this summer has been a fucking shit show. Especially with the weather has been either Satan's ass crack hat, or it's been raining like we live in the Amazon jungle. So uh, I wanted to celebrate summer, make it fun, make it pink, and that's the theme today. So um, I decided to invite somebody who knows how to bring fun into the summer because she understands the summer should be fun. Welcome to the stage, Sam from Summer House. Hello, bestie. Hi, bestie. I can't believe we're finally here. <laughs> I know. I mean, this has been like a long time coming. We've been like t talking on social media and we had right. realized that we are pretty much the same person. Yeah. And we're going to tell people why. First it's, of all, Sam, tell me where you're from. Well, I'm from New Jersey and I'm from yes. Adam, which is only like 20 minutes from where you're from. That's right. That's crazy. I mean, if, if it was not meant to be, I don't know what this says. <laughs> Jersey girls. <laughs> Jersey girls gotta stick together. <laughs> you know it. So, Sam, uh, tell me, I want to hear everything about you from conception. I know Paige said, like, I asked her <laughs> and she just went all the way to conception. I was like, okay, now I want to know everything about Sam. That is my absolute specialty, but I'm going to try to give you the cliff notes because it could literally go for hours. Um, I'm from New Jersey. Um, I grew up a ballerina and a tennis player. So I was always like in a lot of things, had a lot of friends outside of school, went to school for communications because it was my dream to be like Carrie Bradshaw or Andy from the Devil Wears Prada. Like that was my dream, my goal, my destination. So I went to school for that. And then I graduated early specifically so that I could get like the Andy Devil Wears Prada job. I was like, if that exists in the world and it becomes available, I need it. So I graduated early. That job became available and I got it. Then I moved my ass to New York, which I always knew I wanted to do. Did that for a couple of years, worked in magazines, worked in fashion, and then went out on my own, started a uh, marketing agency, which I run now. Um, so I'm like living in New York, doing the entrepreneurial hustle. Um, I, you know, did Summer House last summer and it was yes. one of the most fun experiences of my life. Made so many amazing friends, met my boyfriend. Um, and now I'm here like living life. I'm right now I'm in Palm Beach doing this interview. So what's behind you that you don't see is like all of these palm trees. It's like sunny. It's kind of magical. So it, I feel like summer. I live in the right place. It's summer. I mean, I when I picture summer, I picture palm trees, the beach, waking up in the morning and walking like bare feet on on like yes. on the sand. Yeah. Uh, I think the closest thing that I have right now to that is uh nothing. <laughs> Great. I have mountains. Cement. Yeah. Yeah. No. It's kind of tragic. Sam, uh, so you said that you worked in fashion. Uh, I know you work for in you know, for Cosmo. Mm -hmm. I want to know a just a little bit of like, how was the process of like finding that job that you were kind of picturing from the moment that you start your, you know, your college and your, your professional life? It kind of felt like the stars aligning. Honestly, I 
you know, had always been really interested in magazines and I was a writer. I loved to write. I felt like that was the best way I could express myself um, and connect with people. So there's really only one entry level job on the editorial team at Cosmo that's not like a writer or editor position. And I really wanted to work with everybody on the team. Like that was really important to me was I want to know the editor in chief inside and out. I want to, you know, meet the rest of the team and work with them on a daily basis. Um, so the title is editorial assistant and assistant to the editor in chief. And I was like, this is the job that I want. Like if you open a magazine, one of the first pages is called the math head. And it basically says the titles of like all the people who work there. And so I was eyeing this exact role for like my whole life, basically. So then when I was a senior in college, I only had a couple of credits left and I was like, okay, this is such a long shot. But if I'm in my like second semester of college and this job magically opens up and I'm not able to take it because or apply for it because I'm in school in North Carolina, like I'm going to kill myself. So I actually graduated early specifically with the role in mind and applied as soon as it became available. I don't know how like the universe did that, but like I made a plan to graduate early started wrapping up. And then like two weeks before I graduated early, the role became available. So I flew to New York, interviewed for it, got the job with like in like a three day turnaround and then like was ready to pack my bags, move to New York and do it. Um, it was a total whirlwind, but it was the best decision I ever made. I really feel like everything I did leading up to that moment was in pursuit of that job. So this, that is called manifestation. Like, yeah. Wow. Yeah. It like, really you were is. that job. Yeah. For my whole life. I mean, I made my mom take me to see the Devil Wears Prada when I was like seven, even though it was like PG-13. She literally went to see it the day before she took me to make sure it was like, okay, for like a child to see. <laughs> and I like, I know it sounds crazy, but I was like, I want to be that girl. Like I want to, you know, work my way up to the top, bust my butt. I've seen so much stuff on the internet, especially since I started Summer House saying like, oh, like her mom got her a connection there or like her parents got her in or like she knew someone. I didn't know anyone. I busted my ass and I'm so proud of that. And no one can take that away from me. Um, right. It really is. It's manifestation. I mean, every day basically for, you know, the last 10 years of my life leading up to that moment was focused on that. When when you watch the Devil Wears Prada, what scene kind of like got ingrained in your brain? That's such a hard question because I could probably recite the entire movie start to finish. <laughs> But I think what it really is, and like disclaimer, my job at Cosmo wasn't like the Devil Wears Prada. Yeah. Like I worked so closely with the editor in chief, and we became best friends. She's such a good mentor to me, such a good friend. Like I had the most fabulous experience working there. So it wasn't like the torture and like craziness of the Devil Wears Prada. But the scene that really hooked me on the Devil Wears Prada was when the editor in chief, Miranda Priestley, kind of like breaks down in front of her assistant, Andy, for the first time. And they have this like super raw, like deep connected moment where it's like, forget all the glamour and the fashion and like the fancy this and that. Like this is a really, really fucking hard job and a really hard industry. And You know, we spend so much time masking and like pretending we're okay and like everything's great. Um, but that's not always the case. And it was just like such an 
a release and like an accepting of like, I trust this person with my life now, right? Like Andy was the only person to ever see Miranda like that. And honestly, I felt like I could be that for someone and like, and really like connect with that person because it's like so hard. I was like, I want to be the assistant to the editor in chief and make it easier for her to do her job. Like that is a big job. That's a hard job. It's a scary job sometimes. And I was like, I think I can be like that, that person's Andy. Um, And then, you know, of course she like figures it out and like rises through the ranks and becomes this really successful journalist um, and publisher herself. And like, that's what I wanted. And um, I really got lucky. My team was like that. I got so close with the editor in chief and the publisher. They are two of the most important people like in my professional career um, and very good friends now. So it all worked out better than I ever could have imagined. And I think it's interesting that you mentioned that particular scene because it kind of reminded me of also what it is to be a reality TV star too. I mean, most people don't understand that behind the the character on a show, there is an actual human being. And like you said, like there's trolls out there trying to take away your achievement in life or trying to put you down. So I think it connects back to Summer House. Like, how did you get into this mess? Because for what I for, for what I heard, it was that you were not really into reality TV, which is really interesting to me. Uh, but somehow yeah. you made your way into reality TV. So how was that process? So I had known Amanda prior to participating in the show myself. And I knew she was on a show, but like I had never watched Bravo, right? The only things that you could consider reality TV that I watched are The Bachelor. I was really into for a while. And when I was a kid, my family used to watch American Idol. Like we would race to the television. Everyone would get home from sports and work and everything. And we would gather around the TV at like whatever time. So I remember like loving those shows, but I never really got into like true unscripted, like housewives, that kind of stuff. Um, And I think that actually worked in my favor. And I think like not knowing a ton about like what Amanda was doing on the show really helped me um, because she basically was like, I think you and my husband, Kyle would be like best friends. You're really like the same person. Like, I think you would really vibe with the rest of my group. Like, why don't you, you know, think about it and we'll see what happens. Um, so I thought about it and I was like, all right, like, let's see, like, I never can say no to like a crazy adventure or like a once in a lifetime opportunity. It's just like, not me. So I was like, yeah, all right. Like, let's see what happens. Um, And, you know, you go through the process, you get there. And like I said, I think not having seen anything about the show really or any reality TV was really good for me. Um, I had watched one or two episodes of Summer House to like get a little idea of like what I was in for, (laughs) which thank God I did because I would have been really caught off guard, I think, if I uh, just went in cold. But I definitely think it worked for me um, because I had like no preconceived notions about people. I didn't have like opinions or bias about like friends in the house or like who liked who, who hated who, who had like hooked up with who. Like I just went in and made friends and was myself. And I'm really glad I did because I don't think I would have been able to form the friendships I did. Like, you know, people always say like, how are you friends with Paige? And you're friends with Lindsay. And like, you're so close with both of them. You talk to both of them all the time. Um, and the truth is like, I try to be a good friend to them and they're good friends to me. And that's all that matters to me. Um, so. 
And I think that's, like you said, like you literally bust into the house on the first yeah. episode. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. an open mind and an open heart. And that is what I believe every single new person coming into a show should do, being open to get to know every single cast member for who they are, not for what they are portrayed on TV, because I went to school for production. I went to school for filmmaking and TV. Oh, so, that's so cool. Yeah, I understand how editing... Yeah. Yeah, twist and manipulate stuff. So um, I appreciated that about you. And when you came on the show, I said, like, she is my girl. She is my queen because she understood the assignment. She, she allowed yeah. herself to get to know all these people before making an, an, an uh, like a preconceived uh, idea of who they are. Also, knowing that you're coming into a house that already have drama for many years that is like yeah. we're, we're fresh to the drama and you probably lived it i want to i want to i want to know your perspective when you started to see the drama that uh they come from years and years of, of these people knowing each other how do you, do you kind of like take it listen i think with a lot of friendships and a lot of relationships that span the length of time that these relationships have there's no way there's not going to be like any kind of resentment or issues or drama or stuff from the past that like needs unpacking. That's totally normal and natural. So my perspective on it was like, all right, like whatever, these people are beefing. It's probably not going to be a forever thing, right? Like this is probably stuff that like we can come back from. Um, and I never felt like I really needed to pick sides or get super, super involved because that's not a normal thing to do. Like people love to talk about reality TV. Like, I hear people all the time, like when I meet them in person or on the internet, I have people say to me like, oh, I love your character on Summer House. And I'm like, I'm not an actor. Like, thank you. <laughs> nice. But like, you just like, that's just me. Like, I'm not a, it's not, it's not a script. It's not a storyline. Like, it's not an arc. It's not like produced in that sense. So, you know, it. Think about what you would do if you walked into a room with two best friends and they were beeping about something. You would stay the fuck out of it because that would be really inappropriate to go That's in there and right. be like, oh, yeah, I'm team whatever. I will grab my drink oh. and listen, but that will I, that would be all I do. Yeah, I'm like on a door like this. <laughs> yes. I'm cup to the door like, okay, but I want to know the tea. Like, That's right. <laughs> so I think, and I think also like I had the immense privilege of getting to know everyone in the house and becoming genuinely friends with them myself. And as a result of that, I felt like I was like, I want your guys' friendship to make it. Like, I want your friendship to survive because I think we would all have such a good time together. And like, to me, girl friendship is like so sacred and important. Like, I don't want it to fall apart and disappear over like one feeling that like bubbles up and like turns into so much more. Like, I honestly didn't even think it needed to go as far as it did. Um, so I felt like I, because I was friends with everybody, I could maybe help mediate a little bit because you know, I don't know that much of the history. I'm kind of learning things for the first time. I can't pick a side. That's not fair to do. But since I'm friends with both of them and they're both talking to me, you know, maybe I can help kind of help them find common ground. Um, so I definitely felt like that was something I was excited to like help them work on um, as friends. And and yeah, so that's that's really my perspective on it is like I mostly stayed out of it except to help. And um and I think like everything is savable. It doesn't need to be in the exact form it came in earlier, but I think friendships evolve and relationships evolve and there's a way back to each other in the end. I agree 100%. It had happened to me too with many friends, especially my best friend. Yeah. Like, you have ups and downs. You totally. change minds. So 
it, it to me it was not an ultimatum in a friendship it's something that they needed to work on you know? yeah yeah and, and i think that's normal for friends like you hit rough patches because you're growing up and like not everybody's life goes the same way all the time so yes. like you're gonna grow apart and together in a very natural way and like it's not necessarily anybody's fault it's just kind of how it works that's right Sam, uh, since we're talking about fun stuff, there's any fun memory of the show that we as viewers didn't get to see? Because I know that a lot of stuff stay in the draft. Yes. Not everything makes it. I mean, think about it, right? We're filming 24 hours a day for, you know, three to five days a week. Um, that's a lot of footage. And you guys only get to see 45 minutes of it a week for, you know, 15 weeks or something. Um. I would say my favorite thing that didn't make the cut was Corey's birthday, actually. So Corey came in for Kyle's birthday party mm -hmm. on August, I think it was 4th. And that's when we met, um, or I guess the night before, technically. But two weeks after that is Corey's birthday. And Corey was coming to the house every weekend. And like, you know, we'd only known each other for like two and a half weeks. But I was kind of like, he's going to be here. Like, I got to do something. Like, I don't, I'm, I'm a big like birthday girl. I love to celebrate my friends. I love to celebrate my own birthday. Not because like I care so much about my birthday, but because it's a really good excuse to have everyone you love in a room together. Yes. So I wanted Corey to feel that way because he was kind of coming into this house. Like he knew a couple people and like we were really starting to connect, but you know, I wanted to make him feel special on his birthday, even though he was like, oh, I'm not a birthday guy. Like, shut up. Everyone's like, <laughs> I'm a birthday girl. So this is about me. So um, on the day of his birthday, it was a Friday, which means we were all driving out to the Hamptons. So I actually asked production if I could go pick him up at the airport myself um, instead of them like having him like brought in. Um, so I went and picked him up at the airport and I had like this little bag of like all these silly little gifts like You'll notice in some of the episodes from last season, he's drinking Jack Daniels Tennessee honey, which is like, to me, so disgusting. Like, it's so nasty, but he loves it. He literally will put like a straw in it and just like sip and it. And just sip it. Yeah. He got Gabby hooked on it too. So the two of them would like carry this thing around. It was so gross. Um, but I did some of that. Um, I got him like a roll of film for his camera. I got him some of his favorite candy. He loves Skittles and peanut M&Ms. Um, and I, I threw in like a little pair of like lacy, like underwear, underwear. that yes. were obviously for me, but That's I was right. looking <laughs> um, and that whole thing wasn't even filmed, you know, I mean, part of it was like me picking him up and stuff. But it was just a really special couple of hours for us because it was kind of right in the beginning of like us finding each other. And it was fun to like celebrate his birthday together. And we got a little bit of time alone before we, you know, went to the house for that weekend. Um, and it was really special to me. So I was bummed to see that like get cut from the from the show. But, you know, I think ultimately it wasn't like exactly like a major plot point. It was just special to me. Yeah, and not everything has to be like a plot point. I would have liked to see it because once again, I I like when each character, let's say like character, but like each person in the house have the opportunity to showcase who they are without the drama and the noise around yeah. this, the house, you know? Yeah, and it's not really normal, you know, what? like similarly to like not getting involved in like Lindsay versus Danielle, like it's not really normal for someone to come in, join a summer house, like have a good time for the summer and, and have like big explosive drama every weekend. That's like right. I'm not really a person who has drama in my life. Like, like you said, like I go out there to have a good time. So like, Life every be short. Time, like I was like, I'm not going to walk in here and like 
blow up and like make everyone two sides in like a fight between me and some other girl I just met two days ago. Like that's just not. Who I <laughs> so I was like, I'm just here having fun. I don't know if that's good for television, but. <laughs> hey, I think it was good for television because I don't know. I don't know if you are aware, but you are literally one of the fam favorites of the show from last season. Like, <laughs> so sweet. I'm saying this because you are also my my favorite uh, from last season, but because as you know, like I. I do a lot of content creation for like Bravo shows and stuff. So I always have to keep my eyes open to what people are talking. And your name was always brought up when it was like, okay, she changed the tone of the show for the best. Oh, because... That means so much. And here's the thing is like, I always say this about myself is like, I didn't like go in there and put anything on. Like, if you like think you want to be friends with me from the show, like you actually do want to be friends with me. And I'm like, I want to be friends with you. So like hit me you in guys, my DMs. Like we'll go so out together. I just want to say we are officially besties. Sam yeah. and I are gonna hang out in the city. We have plans. Like we, this, this is a thing now. Like everyone's invited. We're gonna <laughs> once a week. We're gonna have like a regular spot that we go to. It's gonna yes. be like that. And I love that you you mentioned you were a ballerina because I did street jazz and hip hop when I was younger. So okay, so we're a, taking dance classes together. There's a, there's a, yes, we can go. We can go to a Broadway Dance Center and take some yes. classes. Yes, one of my so one of my best lifelong friends. We've been friends for 18 years now. I met him because he was my dance instructor when I was like eight, and he just like became a part of my family. My mom and dad and I were like, yeah, we're just like adopting you. You're ours now, and <laughs> he's now been like basically my big brother for my entire life and he teaches so we can go take one of his classes i would oh, love that it, it's official it's a bestie day and we are dancing yes i love that i'm ready uh, talking about dancing we see so many parties at the house we started with a fourth of july we ended with i think it was a costume party slash jungle theme yeah into which, the jungle yes i loved it which party do you enjoy the most or like, or anything mm -hmm. that you were like, okay, this is like my favorite thing about this uh, summer. When it comes you to know what? I would say Kyle's birthday party was my favorite party this summer. Um, I remember being like in that moment at the end of the day or like the next day, like saying to Gabby, that was the best day I've had all summer. And like, there were so many reasons. Number one, I love, 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 love a costume theme party. Like give me a theme. I will crush it every time. I have plenty of experience because when I was in college, our school is like really big on theme parties. So I have like a closet of theme clothes. I have like ideas for themes ready to go in my head. I was just prepared for that one. Um, another reason is because low cash played, which like I am like low key a closeted country music girl. Like nobody knows that about me because it's super Same. off brand. Like it makes Same. no sense. You two, shut up. No, we're the same person. No, I'm telling you, one, one, of, one of the best <laughs> dates I had, I mean, before I got married, I, I went to uh, ask this guy for a, on a date and I got tickets to see Miranda Lambert. Then That's I, so sick. I had the best time of my life. I never saw the guy again because obviously he's like, you're taking me to a country uh, trunk concert. I'm like, I don't know. What? I would have like married you right on the spot. Thank you. <laughs> really badass first date. Like I would have been thrilled. I like, I don't know. It's off brand for me, but I went to school in the South. And so everyone was kind of like into country music. I have a lot of friends now from North Carolina, which is like, borderline south like there's a lot of people from yeah. the north here let's be honest so like i'm kind of into it and 
sometimes people will say the name of a band and I'm like, I have no idea who that is. And that's how I was this past summer. I was like, oh, I don't know who Low Cash is, but whatever. They get there and they start playing like four of my favorite country songs ever. And I was like, <laughs> oh, I just didn't know that I know Low Cash. Like now I realize what we're talking. I was like dancing and singing at the top of my lungs. People were like off having like fights. I was like pumping my fists for Low Cash in the front row of the backyard. Like I was humiliating myself, but it was totally <laughs> worth it. And now they're like one of my favorite bands. I like stay up to date on Instagram. So that was another reason. And like, of course, we can't overlook that like that party is very special to me because it's really when Corey and I started to like yes. do our thing. Um, <laughs> and all day, I remember the whole party, he was like, we were this close to kissing for like 12 hours. Like we were out there spitting in each other's mouths, body shots, you name it. We basically did everything but kiss. By kissing, that anticipation. <laughs> yes, it was. And it worked. By God, it worked. And... <laughs> At the end of the night, when he finally kissed me, I was like, wow, that was totally worth the wait. Like, it just felt yes. so, it felt like a movie. You know what I mean? Like, you've been waiting for this moment all day and you feel something like so strong with this person. And you're like, I don't know if it's going to be like just today or for the like rest of my life, but whatever it is, this chemistry is like electric. And then you get the kiss and it just sends like shockwaves through your body. That's what it felt like. You know, it's really funny. I don't know if it was the first kiss you guys had, but there was a kiss that was shown on camera where you guys kissed and he pulled away, kind of smiled, and then went back in for the kiss. Uh, that technique is a very, um, I'm going to tell people that I do that when I kiss. And that's one thing that you know that when you have that connection and you pull away and, and you have that magnetic force like bring you back in. Yeah, like we had no choice. <laughs> that, yeah, exactly. It's like the best feeling ever. Yeah, that technique really does work because also it kind of forced me. Like I think for him partly it was like making sure I really wanted it. Like making yes. sure he wasn't like just going in and kissing me. And he really was like, all right, if you want it, like come get it. And I was like, me? Like, <laughs> right now so it definitely works if, if there's any people out there wondering what's the best technique for kissing that is definitely it. that's right i have a question because uh the bravo world it's going crazy with BravoCon. yeah um any expectation of this because i i if bravo doesn't take you to BravoCon, i'm going to riot Literally right. So I don't know what I'm allowed to say or not say about this because no, don't don't say what you're not allowed to say about expectations. As yeah. like if I, if you were to go to BravoCon in Vegas, what you're expecting to see. Okay, so let's start with number one. I've never been to Vegas before. Ever in my life. So like Oh no. <laughs> we're partying. Um, uh, uh, Sam, I lived in Vegas for six months. We are uh, we are gonna take over the city. No, you're Period. you're gonna show me everything I need to see. I mean, yes. if I go to BravoCon, you're gonna show me everything I need to see. Yes, I have never been to Vegas. It is like one of those things where I was kind of like, when I turned 21, I was like, do I want to go to Vegas and have no money and like do it like in a seedy hotel and like not really know what I'm doing? Probably not. I love to travel like in style. I worked in yes. um, I worked at a luxury travel magazine for about a year. So I have seen some of the world's most beautiful properties through my job. And now I'm a spoiled brat about hotels. <laughs> so I was like, when I was like that age, I was like, eh, I don't know if I should do it. Now that I know what's out there, I'm like, oh, it's going to be a five-star. Like, I'm going to spend all my money. Like, it's going to be 
So that's expectation number one is if I went to BravoCon, I would be like starry eyed and like crazy the whole time. Um, the outfits, the fashion, I think is going to be over the top. Like I know like if I were to go to Vegas for the first time, I would be giving selling fucking sunset. I will be, would be giving like 40 foot long ponytails, Christine Quinn, like, like Kim Petras energy. That's what yes. I will be bringing to Vegas. Um, so I think the fashion is going to be crazy and there are definitely some people to watch. Like I need to see what Dorit Kemsley wears. Now that I have been compared to her, I like need to know what she's wearing all the time. So there are just some people I really am going to keep my eye on for fashion. And I think like, it seems to me, I went to BravoCon last year. Um, that's okay. like kind of a funny secret. I like wasn't announced as Summer House cast yet. So like no one knew who I was. And Corey had been announced for Winter House cast, but Winter House had just started airing the day of BravoCon last year. So nobody really knew who we were. So we were walking around BravoCon together like as fans. Um, and some like very select people recognized yeah. us. Like, Bravo Bottoms recognized us. Um, I had, I think it was Bravo Love Baby or Bravo Knowledge recognized us and i was like you guys are so good it's like <laughs> like that's that's bananas um but it was a really cool thing to see because it was kind of like before we really were part of it we got to kind of see how it worked we got to go backstage and like you know get the vibes and i have a feeling that now that it's moving to vegas it's just going to be a well-oiled machine like i think they're going to be churning out events churning out activations i bet you the meet and greets and the bravo uh palooza i think yes. it is i think those are going to be sick and then i think there are going to be some really cool like nighttime after party type Ooh. of thing so I would definitely recommend going if it's something that is within your means. It sounds like it's going to be incredible. Um, and I think there's like a lot to do in Vegas too. So like you can pop in and out just like for your favorite things, like things you really care about, want to see, you can prioritize. And then like go explore Vegas. Like this, this could be really like, this could be fun. That's why I'm arriving two days early. I'm arriving Wednesday because you I'm like genius. Oh, I, I already have. I plan my year around BravoCon. I'm like, yeah. I'm going to go bring yeah. the fashion, bring the money, bring everything because I'm As going to live it. Yeah, I think BravoCon is like an investment. Like you, like you bring all the clothes. You invest in like a, a photographer, making sure you're getting the content. Like this is gonna be the event of the year. Yes, this is our Oscars. This is like yeah. the big night for Bravo. Yeah, literally. Bravo like, colleagues. Yeah, I think I'm going to be like live threading. Like, like you know how people used to live tweet awards shows? Like, yes. I want to live thread during BravoCon this year. See what's going on. Well, that was... I, I mean, I'm, I'm excited because I feel like um, during BravoCon... I mean, I, I, meeting Bravo Labs to me, it's like I, I see them as... I mean, I see it for who they are. I see the human yeah. being behind it. So I, I, I really appreciate when they take the time to really get to talk to the to the fans in a very personal level. I, I mean, last year BravoCon to me was surreal. I got to meet way too many people that I was like shocked. I ended up partying with all the housewife. Uh, the Who's first your favorite night. person you met? I gotta know. I don't really know. Uh, my my favorite person was uh, Garcelle and Son from from Beverly Hills. Those are like uh, win. Those are win meet and greets. Like that's oh cool. yes. Like I, I literally was shocked that Sutton recognized me from far away. 
And okay, I was so like, you're famous. I was like, I went with a friend and, and when we were waiting on the, on the line and she said like, oh, it's Eddie from Martina with Eddie. I was like, did you have, go was, to party I, I, I was like, it didn't really happen. And my friend's like, did you just call you by your name? I was like, huh? I know. You're like, and, I'm on a first name basis with the housewives of Beverly Hills. Thank you very much. You can wait so, in line uh, to talk to me. Yes. So, That's I mean, hilarious. this year, obviously, I'm looking for more to the after parties because I got to go to the after party last year and I sat down with Ariana from Bendepon Room. We talked for a long time. We became really That's close. So fun. So uh, I'm hoping that this time around is, you know, with you guys, with the summer house people. Because, I mean, I, I, I'm the kind of person who I enjoy the housewife, but I connect better with the non-housewife shows like, you know, summer right. house, family karma. I think it's because the age range, the, the vibe of the show, like give me a, a summer fun home weekend i did that with all my friends that we get shares in a house and we yeah that's something that i really feel like i connect with so i'm really looking forward to hopefully see all you guys out in vegas uh, obviously i hope to see you in new york and uh before we go i have a fun hot takes this or that edition it's oh my god fun. i'm excited this is gonna be uh fun nothing's extra shady so summer is uh, fun <laughs> yes uh, let's start with uh, this or that. Real housewife, real housewife of New Jersey or real housewife of Beverly Hills? I mean, I haven't seen much of either one, but I'm going to have to say New Jersey only because after my Watch What Happens live taped, I ran into Melissa and Joe Gorga um, uh -huh. as Melissa was going into hers, and they were absolute dolls. It was so fun to meet them. And also, like, in the show, you see places that, like, you know, where we grew you know. up. So it's, like, kind of exactly. cool. Yeah. That's one of the reasons why I love New Jersey, too. I'm like, I know this place. I like, ate at this place. I went to this uh, store growing up. So, yeah. <laughs> like, I went there first. <laughs> uh, yeah, I went there first. <laughs> uh, summer in the Hamptons or winter in Colorado? Oh, my God. That's so unfair. <laughs> Those are, like, two of my favorite things in the world. Um, currently, I would say winter in Colorado. I'm a major like Aspen girl. I ski um, every winter. My favorite place maybe on planet Earth is the Little Nell. Um, uh -huh. So I think currently I'm leaning winter. Cool. I love that. That was, that was a twist. I was not like, Yeah, that was a real hot take. <laughs> uh, Brittany or Christina? Brittany. Yes. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. Was it was hard, I but I knew. You know what I mean? Like It is hard. But, like, your heart belongs to one. I mean, I can appreciate Christina's music because she is the voice of our generation. But Britney yes. is, like, Britney. There's nobody like Iconic. Britney. Iconic. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, if you're out and about mimosas or tequila shots. Mimosas. Fun fact about me. That was, like, the fastest I've ever said anything. Um, fun fact about me. This is, like, one of my serial killer traits. I hate tequila. I cannot even smell it without like full gag, like something's coming back up. You don't want to be around me if there's tequila. And um, I did it a couple of times this summer for Corey. I regretted it every single time. It's never worth it, people. It's never worth it. Fun, funny story. Uh, there was uh, one time in um, when I was in college, I drank probably like three bottles of tequila with all my friends. 
I got sick for three weeks where everything tasted like tequila for three weeks. I'm not lying to you. I could drink water. I could eat bread, anything. Everything tasted like tequila. Since then, I've been cured. Even the wow. smell makes me sick. Nope. That is literally my nightmare. Like, I've never heard of... Like, if I... like. Forget Ozempic. That's how I would lose 100 pounds. I would be, if it tastes like tequila, it's not going anywhere near me. I wouldn't be able to eat for three weeks. Uh-uh. Next one is Ken or G.I. Joe? Ken or G.I. Joe? Like Ken from Barbie? Yes. Or G.I. Joe. Oh, okay. Ken, uh, <laughs> literally Barbie. I am That's right. for my own. He belongs to me. <laughs> But if he wears a G.I. Joe outfit, we could talk. That's right. Mm -hmm. A little outdoorsy, you know, get the hands dirty. (laughs) Yeah. All for that. (laughs) Uh, New Real Housewives of New York. Yes or bring the OGs? Oh, my God. Yes. No. I think the new girl. I mean, listen, I have. There's a very, very special place in my heart for, like, OG New Yorkers, right? Like I actually was saying the other day, I'm going to go back and watch it because I've never seen the show, but I've met um, one or two of the OG New York housewives in person. And it is just really like, there's something really special about a like born and bred New York woman. Like I've never seen anything like it. That said, I am watching housewives of New York for the first time. I haven't seen the premiere yet. I'm doing that tonight. So no spoilers, but I'm a huge huge fan of the casting choices here. Like I have known who several of these women are for most of my adult life. Like Jenna Lyons is such an inspirational entrepreneur. Like I want to be her someday. Um, I have seen side to Silva on Instagram, like forever and ever. She's like the ultimate fashion influencer. Um, Uba, huge fan. Um, Also that's that hot sauce really slaps. I don't know if you have tried it, but it's, I have not tried it, but I will. Um, and I just can't wait to like meet some of the other women and like get to know them through the show and maybe even in person. Like this is really like, to me, Real Housewives of New York is really such a special thing because as a woman in New York, I'm like, this is really just the life that you like, you see yourself reflected back in it. Um, but at the same time, it's aspirational. Like you want to get there one day. So I think the show is fantastic. I've heard it's very light and funny, the premiere, um, and that it's like petty, like drama, like the drama's not too deep yet. Yes. So I'm really, really excited to get to know this show. And that's why I loved it, because uh, I think many Bravo fans have lost the track of what why we started watching these shows. It wasn't because the, the drama was deep and dark. It was because it was so petty. The only like really wealthy rich people have this type of drama, like right. fighting, <laughs> fighting, fighting over cheese, fighting over a reservation in a restaurant, like like that's so petty, but it's so entertaining, you know. Yeah, and like ultimately, if you're watching like escapist television, like going and watching like some really deep, dark, heavy shit is not gonna like get you out of your funk on like a bad work day. You know what I mean? I agree. So I definitely, definitely think that like the light-hearted fun, silly, like petty stuff is really what's going to be engaging to watch. And I think these women were fabulous choices. And last, uh, this or that question is BravoCon. Different cities every year or bring it back to New York permanently? Wow. Um, I'm going to vote different cities every year. I think it just brings a different 
flair and a different like cultural context to what we do, right? So many of our audiences, like of course for a summer house, a lot of our audiences in New York, but like think about it, like the Potomac Housewives must have a million people in DC and Potomac who like love watching them. And Vanderpump has like all the LA crowd, right? Like it's really hard for people to be able to access BravoCon if it's in New York every year. It's really expensive. It's far away for some people. It's not like home base for all the audiences. So I think it would be really cool, A, to give people access to it in different ways by like bringing it to them instead of like making everyone come to us every year. And B, like what a cool way to experience a new city, you know? Like for me, like going to Vegas, like that would be such a fun way to experience Vegas. Like with a bunch of your friends, like doing something you love, like that's such a dream but you know if it if it was in you know LA another year that would be a totally different vibe but another really fun way to experience BravoCon so I'm gonna vote for different cities every year love that and actually now that we, we you said that this year is in Vegas where do you see it going next year if you were to choose a city I could see it happening in LA I said that because I feel like it's a huge city like so much TV stuff happens there we have Um, there are a couple different shows, you know, that are based in LA. Um, and a lot of our like production teams are in LA too. So I could see LA from here. Um, but I would love to see it in Miami one time. I think that would yes. be so sexy and fun. And November is like such a great time to be in Miami. I think that would be an amazing place to do it. So that's on my future wish list. I agree. Can you imagine BravoCon by the beach and all the stuff? That'd be sick. It would be so sick. And like, you know how Soho Beach House is like right on the sand? I yes. think something there would be so beautiful. Or like the clubs are like humongous. The after parties would be so sick. I'm a huge like Miami girly. So like I might be a little bit biased, but I think that <laughs> would be, it would just be like sexy. Like, you know, I love that energy. I agree. Well, Sam, that was my last uh, question. Anything that you want to say before we go? First of all, before we go, before you say anything, I want to say, people, Sam, I mean, you're amazing. And also, I mean, this conversation has been such a long overdue one that to me, this didn't even feel like an interview. This feel like just two friends talking. So I totally. completely loved it. Well, I guess what I want to say really is thank you. Like to you and to everybody watching and to all the people who, reach out to me on Instagram or like comment on my posts or whatever. I have felt so loved and like taken care of. And I feel like I have so many new friends, like on the internet, like the people DMing me who I'm responding to about my mascara. Like it really is such a special thing to be able to connect with people who see you on TV, but really kind of get a sense of who you are. Um, it's really such a beautiful and special thing. And that's why I did it in the first place. And I feel like I really, you know, got exactly what I wanted to out of it. So thank you from the bottom of my heart for giving me the opportunity to like share my story and who I am. Um, and for, you know, for reaching out and being a friend, like I love being friends with you, Eddie. And I have so many new like internet friends who I just can't wait to meet in person. So it's been a really special thing. Oh, thank you, Sam. So, okay, guys, there you have it. You can find Sam also on Instagram. Sam, what's your Instagram again? Yes, it's at Samantha Fair because we're giving a formal first and last. That's right. <laughs> and you can find me on every single platform as Martini with Eddie. Thank you, Sam, once again. And thank you, everybody who listen, who watch. I see you. I hear you. Thank you so much. And I will see you guys next time. Bye, besties.